Okay, good morning, Rabbi Sai. Ruchim Avam to the Kailal Eger de Perka. The Gemara tells us, Mesech the Tainis, Davchav Tesam and Aleph, a Gemara that's very relevant to today. Amar Rav Yehuda, Brei Drav Shmo, Bar Shilas, Mishmei Durav. Rav Yehuda, the son of Rav Shmo, Bar Shilas, said in the name of Rav, Keshem Shemishanichnas Av, Mematen Besimcha. Just like when the month of Av comes in, we diminish our joy. So too, when the month of Adar comes in, we increase our happiness. And what we're going to focus on today is not so much the second half of the statement, but the first half of the statement. Why was Rav Yehuda the one to make this statement? Why is it important to know he was the son of Rav Shmuel Shilas? Who is Rav Shmuel Shilas? What kind of name is Shilas? I mean, what his mother says, what his parents said at the Brisbee, Karshma Bissau Shilas. What kind of name is Shilas? You know, if you give your kid that name, you know. Shivit Yashan Yeah. And then, the son in the name of Rav. Why in the name of Rav? What, and what happened before Rabbi Huda? They were depressed during Adar? He was Machadish? Mishanichnas Adar Maram What happened before him? None of the Tanam. And the times in Gamliel, Rabbi Akiva, Rav Tarfan, they, you know, they, they weren't so happy in Adar. And Rabbi Yudah comes up with a big Chiddush, you know, hundreds of years after the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash, hundreds of years after Purim, yeah? When the times of Purim, you don't find anywhere in Megillah says, the Mishanich Nasadar, Marbim doesn't even find that anywhere. In the times of the, in the times of the, the Nevi'im, no. In the times of the Ashik, no. In the times of Tanon, no. Comes Rabbi Yudah, in the name of Rishon in the name of Rav. So what's going on? So you'll ask, what kind of kasha is that? What kind of, when did you ever hear anyone ask such a kasha? Why, why did Rabbi Kiva say this? Why did Rabbi Tarfan say this? Why did Rabbi say this? So I'll give you one example of where we're entitled to ask such a question. Uh, uh, so very interesting. The Gemara says in Masech the Megillah, Davzayin Amad Beis, Amar Rava. Yeah, this is a very well-known Gemara. If you only know one Gemara, you probably know this one. Amar Rava. Mechayiv Inish Lebesumei Person is obligated Yeah, leave that to your imagination. What does it mean? That's the only mitzvah. It's one of the mitzvahs. But it's a chayev. Chayev, chayev. On the other one, doesn't chayev. No, chayev the mikra megillah and shalach manas. It also says chayev. It's a chayev too. Yeah, in the shacharach it says chayev. No, in the gemara. The Gemara? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah? Rabbi Sai, let me ask you something. Rava was a Basra. Rava was one of the last of the Amaran. So one second. And until, right? You don't find in any Brisa, in any Mishnah, in any Mechilta, in any Sifra, in any Sifri, in any Medrash that you have to drink on Purim. So you're telling me that from the times throughout the Tanan, be Shammai and Hillel, and Gamliel, of Tarfan, of Meir, no, they didn't drink. And then, Abayin, Rava, Rabbi Yechonim, Reish nobody drank up from until the last of all the Amaram, Rava comes along and says, Chai Venish the Basume. What, Rava was Machadish this halacha? He's a, Elamai, it always existed. Then, why is Rava saying it? Well, Rava's a Basra. So there's a very interesting Sefer, called the Sefer Shtei Yadais. It was written by a Makobo, Rav Avram Chizkuni. And he says like this. Avram Chizkuni. Very interesting. Says Rabbi Ram Cheskuni, there's another statement that Rava makes about wine. And that is, the Gemara Msachim Dav Kovzayinam and Beis says the following 
Rava have a shasi chamra kule mali yoyma de Pesach. Rava used to drink wine another day a year. You know which day it was? Erev Pesach. Erev Pesach. Why? So it would draw his appetite. So he should eat more matzah in the night. So Rava, apparently, he liked his wine. Right? We have two statements in the Gemara of Yayin. Who made them? Both statements Rava made. Rava said, And Rava have a The man likes his wine. Right? If one was Rishlakis, one was Abiyachanan, so you wouldn't say, you know, Rava had something. Both statements in Shas about drinking wine are Rava. Listen to this. There was a man in the Chumash, there was a man in the Chumash that, said, that was named Light. Remember him? Yes. Light was saved. In whose zechus was light saved? Avram. We would say Avram. But Darizal wouldn't say that. Darizal said he was saved in the zechus of Rava. Why? Because the neshama of Rava was in light, Darizal says. How do we know that? It's a pasuk in Chumash, he says. Because it says, Vayigchu es light. This is, by the way, the shears were covered in Rishchadish Adar. Okay? Vayigchu es light. They took light. V'yas rechushoi begins with a resh. Ben begins with a bez. Achi begins with an aleph. Rechushoi, ben, achi, avram, rashi, tevois, rava. So that reason says. It's on the sheet. I believe it. I mean, that's what he said. And that's why, how did light, light did something wrong. Al yidei what? Yayin. Nashkenu yayin gam halayla. He drank wine. And how did Rava come into the world? Al Yidei Yayin. So Rava wanted to be Masaki in the Indian of Yayin for the Tzad HaToiv. And therefore Rava says two memras and Shas. Not, these are not the only two, but these are the two memras about Yayin. One is, And the other one is, Rava have a Shas Yayin Komali Yoima de Pesach. What? Rava is a Moavi and a no, it doesn't mean he was a Ben Achaben. His the Nitzitz of the Neshama of Rava was in light. That's what that Rizal writes. No. And it's just parenthetical. This is not even part of the Shia. I'm just so what does that Rizal say? That Rizal says his, the Neshama of Rava was in light. Not physically, not. Maybe not. I don't know. Why is he a Besumi? Was he a Ben Gerim or what? Well, look, David Amelech was from. Uh, it doesn't mean he was a Ben Gerim. Yeah. I don't know the lineage. That's what the Rizal. And so therefore, the Rizal uses this to explain why Rava is the Bala Memra of Chai Vinishal Basume Beporia Adolayada Ben Arhaman, the Barch Marachai, and why Rava used to drink Yayin, Kule Male Yoyma the Pesa. So I just bring. He's trying to Mesakein the failings of his Adolite. Yeah? So what do we see from here? In other words, light did something improper. So Rava wanted to rectify that. So he was mechadesh two dinim in yayin. One is Purim and one is Erev Pesach. That's what Rabbi Zasa. Very interesting, Rabbi Yisai. So based on that, we see that if an Amoira says a certain Memra, there's a reason why he's the one who says the Memra. Now, I believe in most cases we're not going to come up with why Rabbi Yochanan said this, why Rish Lakir said that, why, why Abayi, why Rava. But what we would like to explore today is why is the statement Mishanichnas Adar Marbin Besimcha said by who? Rav Yehuda? Braid Rav Shmuel Bar Shilas B'Shem Rav. And I would like to explain why all these three people are involved in this number. Rish Lakir said about Shabbos now. A few things that he said about Shabbos ties back to the fact that he was a 
Yeah. You, you have many. You have many examples. Yeah, you know, you yeah, could. Yeah. I just remember that. No, you know. But you have to have a good answer. You can only ask the question if you have a good answer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, that's the question. Otherwise. Yeah. Okay. So I always say we come to Mechemes um, Amalek, right? Parsha uh, Zacher next week. So we find some interesting psukim by Mechemes Amalek. Hashem says to Moshe, Write this as a memory in a book. And place it in the ears of Yehoshua. So, first of all, what is this double Lashon? Write it and tell it. Almost as if there's a written part of what to do with Amalek and there's an oral part of what to do with Amalek. Why? I will eradicate Amalek from under the heavens. Very interesting. That's not what it says in Devarim. In Devarim it says, Timcha, you should do it. And here the Rebbe Hashem is saying, I'm going to do it. And he said, Simply put, God swears by the throne of Hashem. There's a war of God against Amalek, for all generations. So if you look at the Pasuk, you will notice that the word case is spelled missing, right? Instead of kisei, it's spelled case, right? The letter kisei is missing what? Aleph. Aleph. Yud K is also missing. What's it missing? The Vav and the He. Says Rebbe some quoted by Rashi. Look at Rashi, very important. Yadai shal HaKadosh Baruch the hand of God. Hurama is raised up, lishava b'kisei, to swear by his throne. Li'o Yislam milchama ve'eva ba'amalek, or lamas have an eternal battle against Amalek. Umahu keis v'lai nemra kisei. Why does it say keis and not kisei? V'yav Hashem nechlak l'chetzio. Nishba HaKadosh Baruch Hu, God swears she'en shmai sholem. His name is not complete. V'yain kisei sholem. His throne is not complete. Ad she'yimacha shmai shal Amalek, until Amalek's name is wiped out. Okay? So there's something very interesting over here. God's throne is not complete. Case. It's missing the Aleph. Take away the Aleph. God's name is not complete. It's Ka and not Yud Kevavke. So we come to the following question. What exactly is it about Amalek that we have this vendetta against Amalek? You know, you have the Zayin Amamin. What do you have to do to the Zayin Amamin in Eretz Yisrael? Finish him Kill him. Kill Right? Like, kill them out. But what about their animals? You don't have to kill their animals. What about their money? Pocket it, right? Yeah. But Amalek, not only do you have to kill Amalek, you have to make sure their animals are killed. We don't want anyone even to say, this is the animal of an Amaleki. So you have to wipe out their memory completely. Why? How are they worse than any other, you know, Russia? How are they different than a regular Russia? Your regular homegrown Russia. Your regular, right? Your average run-of-the-mill Russia. Full-blooded America. Right? He's, he's, how is he any better than Amalek? Amalek is worse than him. They're both Rosham. A little bit more, a little bit less. But why is it? And plus, God says his name is not complete if Amalek's around. In what way is Amalek diminishing from the name of God? More than, let's say, the Gergashim. The Gergashim, we say, you know, we could get along with you. We'll just kill you. And that's it. We can leave your goldfish. Right? No problem. We'll leave your pet dog. You know, you have a puppy, we'll take it to our house. You have a rabbit, we'll take it home. But the Amalekim, they're so much worse that if they have an animal, you know, you've got to kill the animal also. Well, how are they worse? How do they affect God's throne any more than any other Russia? How do they affect God's name any more than any other Russia? So this question is raised by Rebbe Hanan Vasserman in the Kaivet Aras. Okay, take a look at number six. Nitztavinu, very important. Nitztavinu gabe zayin umais. We are commanded by the zayin umais. Don't 
let any soul live. Vigave Amolek, but by Amolek, no. Machay Timchas Zechar Amolek. You have to eradicate their memory. Vloiksev Es Amolek Ela Zechar Amolek. Right, right. Rashi says Shelo Yehi Shema Amolek Nizkar Afil Al Behema. From a first Bekasa by Shaul, he had to destroy the animals. But the Zayin Umais, there's no chiv to kill the animals. And furthermore, as Rav Hanan, Oid Gavi Amalek Nishma Kadosh Baruch Shein Shemay Shalom Ein Kisay Shalom. God swears His name, His throne are not complete. Ad She Yimacha Amalek Min Olam. We don't find God getting so upset at the Chivi, the Yavusi, the Kananim. No, they're, even though they're Mamish Rishayim, even though they did every Tayeva in the world, right? They committed every abominable practice. And Amalek, they're much worse. How are they worse? How are they worse? Okay, Rabbi Isai, yeah, stay tuned. This is Mamish. We half love a fella. Okay, says the Malbum. The Malbum says like this. There are two parts of Amalek. Amalek is not just after Klai Yisrael. They're not just coming to attack Klai Yisrael. You know what they're doing? They're out to attack God Himself. No other Ummah, every other Ummah, when they attack Klai Yisrael, they have a purpose. Why? What's the purpose? They want to expand their boundaries. They're doing it in self-preservation. Or they're Stam, they're Rishayim, right? L'teyavayin. Amalek is not only after the Jewish people, they're after God Himself. That's why in Parshas Beshalach and Parshas Kisitze, you have, you have two separate inyanim. The open inyan, right? If you look at an Amaleki, right? You look at the, the Germans. You look at an Amaleki. What does it look like they're trying to do? Benigla, it looks like they're trying to destroy Klai So the revealed part of the mitzvah is Timcha Ezecha Amalek. You need to destroy them. But God says that I know that deep down in their heart, there's a much deeper motivation. And their motivation is the following. Since we're the nation of God, right? Like Hitler said, the Jewish people are the consciousness of the world. They bring the same way Mila is the circumcision of the uh, body. Right? Hitler said this. The Jewish people are the circumcision of the conscious. When a guy sees a yid in this world... They think twice before they do an Avera. Because when they see a Yid, they know, Yesh Din Yesh Dayan. They know there's a judge, and they know that there's he a judge. Hitler said that. That the Milik circumcision is the... The Mila is the circumcision of the body, and the Jew is the circumcision of the uh, consciousness. So therefore, deep down, you know what Amalek wants? They want to destroy God Himself. So God says, The Torah Shabbat Sav of Mechias Amalek is, Timche, you destroy them. But the Torah Shabbat Peh, what you should whisper into the ears of Yeshua, Sin Yeshua, is Ki I'm going to take them up. I'm going to destroy them. Because in the end of days, God's going to finish up the task. So there are two parts of Mechias Amalek. There's what we have to do because of what we see they want to do on the outside. And then there's what Hashem is going to do because of what Hashem sees in their life. That's what it means. In Kiseitse it says, Timche, you do it, but a Meshach says, Ki emche, I will do it. Look how Rebbe Hanan writes it. We have to destroy the physicality, but Hashem is going to destroy their spirit type of thing? Um, well, the Malvam says that we have to destroy them physically, but we won't be able to f- complete the task, and God will destroy them physically. Look at the words of Rebbe Hanan. Uh, very important words, okay? Very important words. Look at number 10. Okay, and then we're going to get to Mamish half of a fellow. Says Rabbi Khan. The war of Amalek with Kaisa, we have to understand. 
What did Amalek want from us? Right? We were walking on our way innocently. We were minding our own business, walking through the desert. We weren't bothering anyone. Kaiso had no intentions of provoking Amalek. Amalek wasn't acting in self-preservation. Don't tell me Amalek wanted to expand their boundaries, what they wanted to extend into the desert. That's not what they wanted to do. <laughs> it's not like we were using up their resources, we were like getting free rent and board in Amalek's land. We were just passing through quickly. It's a mystery. What do they want from our lives? What are they bothering us for? Says The interpretation is like this. Mefurash because of it's explicit in the pasuk. Melchama Lashem ba'amalek. Haynu she'amalek halach lilchaim neged hakadosh baruch Even though you read the chumash and it looks like Amalek is trying to attack Yisrael, no, that's not what they're doing. They're attacking God. Look what he says. If Amalek could build a ladder and go up to Shamayim, they, they would do it. Since they can't do that. Since we're the nation of God, and we represent the will of God, and we are on our way to get the Torah, so Amalek is in effect attacking God himself. Look what he says. They had no benefit. What Amalek was out to do is diminish Kavod Shemayim. Look what he says. Noitel milois vezarkon mala. Chazal say they took the, the mila, they threw it up. They're mevaza the name of God. So therefore, it's no wonder that Hashem says, whenever, if you have a force in this world like Amalek, whose whole purpose of existence is to diminish the honor of the Shem Hashem, my name is not complete, my dominion, my malchus is not complete so long as Amalek is in the world. Okay? But uh, we are the one that created Amalek. With Esav that he went to Timnah is because of us. Yeah, we always bring our own problems on. But we, we did this to us. Yeah. Could be we, we planted the seeds and we allowed it to grow. But that is what Amalek represents. Amalek represents Neged Shem Hashem. Okay? Now fasten your seatbelts, listen to the following. Hmm. I'm going to tell you a riddle. Okay, this is a riddle of the Benishchai. Okay, Benishchai asked the following riddle. In the Sefer, Ateras Tiferes. A special Purim riddle. Okay? Haman said the following. My ancestors took away three. You were left with four. I measured myself up, and I was equal. Got it? <laughs> My ancestors took away three. They left you with four. I measured myself up, and I'm equal, and therefore I'm going to destroy Klai Yisrael. So listen to what the Benesh Chai says. My ancestors, Amalek, took away three. What are the three? Aleph, from Kisei. Vav He, from the name of Hashem. So they made Kisei, Yudke Vavke, to Keiska. They took away what? Three icy ice. Aleph, Vav, Hey. By the way, the Gra says and Ben Eshchai says that's what it means. Ki bachar Hashem When God will choose Tziyayin, Eva, Lemoy The Eva will return. The Aleph, the Vav, and the Hey. The Aleph will return to Kase, become Kisei. The Vav and the Hey will return to the Shem Hashem, become Yudke Vavke. It's amazing. Ki bachar Hashem Eva, 
So, okay, so you got it? The Haman said, my ancestors took away three. They were left with four. What are the four? Case, ka. What's the numerical value of case? Case is uh, 80. Case is 80. Right? Kaf is 20. Samach is 60. 80. Ka is what? Ka is the 105. Ka, Yud, is 10. Uh, A is 5. 15. 15, I'm sorry. What's 80 plus 15? 95. Haman is bigamatria. Hey, man. No, 95. So Haman said, now that they're left only with case ka, which is 95, that's me. That's where I have my angle to destroy Kali. So in other words, when you take away the Aleph from the case, and you take away the Vav K from the name of Hashem, you're left with case ka. Case ka is 95. Haman? Haman comes to this world when God's name is diminished. That's what Haman says. My ancestors took away three, left you with four. What's the four? Case ka? Case ka is 95. Haman is the gematria 95. Haman says, I'm coming in. That's where I come in. Haman comes to the scene when God's name is diminished and God's throne is diminished. That's what the Ben Eshchai says. <laughs> By the way, we could add, it's said in look at number 13 in the Sefer, Bris Kahunas Oilam, from Rav David Barkin. It's uh, safer in the last 100 years, but tremendous Baal Remez. I believe Rav David Barkin. He says like this, Case ka is the gematria what? Haman, Milchama Lashem plus Keska is Mordechai. Wow. is Haman, Milchama Lashem is 179, Keska is 95, 274, Mordechai. Wow. Okay? Keska is 85. Okay. Now, Rabbi Sai, you know, we're all hoping. We're all hoping for when Mashiach comes, what's going to happen to the Yud K? It's going to be Malay again. By the way, if you look, if you're learning brachas now, right? Yeah. You got up to Daf Gimel? <laughs> yeah? Toysis on Daf Gimel. Were you chazering them? Yeah. Toysis on Daf Gimel, it's on your sheet. We'll open up the Gemara. Parv Chazara. Is, what's Pshan Yehei Shmei Rabba Mevarach? It's a bullshit one who told him about it. Yeah. What does the Master Vitri say in Tysis? Tysis quotes the Master Vitri. Yehei, Shmei is a compound word. Yehei, shame ka? Rabba. It should be made big. It should become Yud Kevavke. That's what Tysis brings down. Tysis rejects it. But that result holds like that shot, by the way, of the Master Vitri. Look, Tysis, we have a number 14. The Master Vitri, Yehei, Shmei Rabba, Shezut Fila, Sha'anu, Mispalalin, Sheyimale, Shemai. It's a prayer that we want God's name to be filled. Kedachsiv, kiyad al keis ka. Until until then, it's ka. But we want the shame ka shemei. Shemei is shame. Yud hey, Rabba should be made full. That's the tefillah. The tefillah is that which Haman and Amalek diminished the name of God. Yehei shemei, Rabba. The shame ka should be made. Yud kevavke. How does it come out al keis ka? Because keis ka, in other words, ka is Hashem's name now that it's diminished. Yud ke. Yeah. So Shemei is shame, Yod K. Yeah. The name of Yod K, Rabba, it should be made full, Yod K. How's that come from In other words, that's Kiyara Keska is what Hashem's name is now. Uh-huh. You know what Hashem's name is now. So, Lemaise, if you look in the Passover, Kiyara Keska. What? Well, if you look at the name. Um, the Pasuk, Kiyara Keska, Mohammed Hashem, Ba'amolek, Keska is Haman. Muhammad Hashem Kaiska is Mordechai. Okay. Emche, 
What's Emche? The Vilna Gaon says Emche. Who destroys Amalek? Emche is Pashit. Esther, Mordechai, Charvaina, and Hashem. That's what the Gros says. Emche. Emche. Rashi Tevos. Esther, Mordechai, Charvaina, Hashem. These are the four people that eradicated Haman. Esther, obviously. Mordechai, obviously. Charvaina, he, he told them about the gallows. Oh, yeah. And Hashem. Right? By the way, you know, we say in the uh, Kikayin, the Yaina says, um, we say in Shoshanas Yaakov, Vigam Charvoyna is What's that, Vigam Charvoyna? Because Charvoyna, he, he was a bad guy. In the beginning of the Megillah, he, you know, he's one of the Meyatsim. But he said one good thing. You know what he said? Gam. Gam, So the gam of Charvoyna is Achalatav, says the Kikai the Yaina. That's what he said. What? Not him. Only the gam. The gam of Charvoyna is Achalatav. Gam in the way. Wow, very nice. Listen to what he said. Okay. So now, you ready? Ready for this? He says like this. Comes along the Rekeach, right? Rabbi Lazar Megarmai is one of the great Rishonim who has uh, had a Messorah from Rabbi Huda Chassid about the exact number of words in every tefillah and every part of davening. He says, if you count how many times Haman is mentioned in the Megillah. How many times is Haman mentioned in the Megillah? 54 times. How many times is his name mentioned as a different name? Memuchan. One time. One time. How many times is Esther's name mentioned in Megillah? Bidiyuk, 54 times. And one time Hadassah. Say 54 Haman, one Memuchan. 54 Esther, one Hadassah. Amazing, he count, counted, right? 54. Wow. How many times is Haman? 54. How many times Zeresh? Four. Total? 58. How many times is Mordechai in the Megillah? 58. Okay. Count up the letters of the Aseris B'nei Haman. 54 ICS. The Aseris B'nei Haman. Rekeach says this. What do you say? 54. The, in the Aseris B'nei Haman, how many ICS? 54 ICS in the Aseris B'nei Haman. Emche is B'gematria. Aleph is 1. Mem is 40. Ches is 8. Hey is 5. How much is Emche? It's uh, 49, uh, 54. 54. Says Hashem, you know what I'm going to eradicate? Emche. The 54 times Haman's name is in the Megillah. Says Rekeach. Emche, right? Haman's name is 54 times in the Megillah. Uh. Hashem says, what am I going to eradicate? Emche. The 54 times Haman's name is in the Megillah. But it's also 54 Esther. Who's going to do it? Esther's going to do it. Esther is going to be Meicha. Well, where are you reading it? This is the number 16. Okay. Oh, number 16, 16 from the Rakech. This is from his Sefer on the Megillah and also from the Sefer Shari Bina. Okay, now listen to this. How many times is Mechias Amalek mentioned in Chumash? You have the end of Bishalach yeah. and the end of Kisese. The end of Bishalach, how many Psukim do you have? You have nine Psukim, right? It's the only time that you could read three Aliyahs and not, uh, read less than ten Psukim. And at the end of Kiseitze, we, 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 oh, we, we don't do that. Kiseitze, you have how many psukim? Three psukim. Zachar, right? Three psukim. How many words in Bishalach? How many words in Kiseitze? Rekach says you have 119 words in Bishalach. 47 words in Kiseitze. A total of how many words in the Torah about destroying Amalek? 
119 plus 47, 166. How many psukim in Megillas, Esther? 166 psukim in Megillas, Esther. Amazing. Okay? Not coincidence. How this thing is. 166 psukim in Megillas, Esther. Can I get the 160 words, 66 words in Chumash against... Uh, okay, now we can hear something new. I never mentioned this before. This I saw Mamish this morning. I got this safer yesterday from Rav David Kohn, the Rosh Shiva of Chevron. He put out a safer many years ago on Purim. And I went to the store yesterday and I said, Oh, I already have this safer, but why is it three times the size? And there were, uh, there were probably like 400 extra pages. So I said, Okay, I have to get it. So, Baruch Hashem, I opened it up this morning. Wow. Amolek, they're trying to eradicate the shame Hashem. Right? How many words in Kriya Shema, in the first parish of Kriya Shema? 54 words. Megal Amukah says, Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekeinu Hashem Echad Baruch Hashem Kriya Mahasim Levad. In the first parish of Shema, you have 54 words. Why? Because Amalek is coming against Yichur Hashem. Tzelum Azeh. 54 letters. Words. Words. In Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekeinu Hashem Echad. I mean, it's nine. It's no, a, the first parsha. Ah, the first but count, Baruch Shem Kavod Machusai. I counted this morning. It's a bidayok. Oh. Fifty-four. Wait, Shema Yisrael. What? Aru v'sharecha. Can I get the first parsha? Shema Baruch Shem Kavod Machusai. I'll tell you what else I saw this morning. Yeah. <laughs> from the Vilna Goyin, if you look in Shulchan Aruch, um, at the end of uh, in Shulchan Aruch. They print in the name of the Gra. How many words should be in Bimei Mordechai Esther Bishush and Abiyah Bikesh Lahashmid? Right. I counted, we have 52 words. The Grah said there should be 54 words. And Bimei Mordechai Esther Keneged, the number of times Haman's name is mentioned in the Megillah. In the Megillah? In the Megillah. No, in the Alanisim, in the special oh, part. Bimei Mordechai Esther B'Shushan Abira, the Grah says there should be 54 words. Keneged, the number of times Haman's name is in the Megillah. Okay? So how come it's only 52? I don't know. I don't know. A lot of times. By the way, the Cheshbonis Raikach says, I found many times with the number of words, don't come out to Arnasach. You know, the, we don't have the... the you see. Yeah, probably. Rabbi Isai. Haman is coming. Amalek's, what's Amalek coming to do? He's coming to be Mamayit the Shem Hashem. So I saw one last thing this morning. Listen to this. The name of Hashem, Aleph, Dalet, Nun, Yud. Adni. What are the two middle letters? Dalet, Nun. Oh, Fifty-four. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. So I found in the Medrash this morning, the Yaakov Ruveni, Ois Reish Chavav. Moshe Rabbeinu says, Shlach na biyad tishlach. Na is Aleph, Nun, Nun Aleph. Moshe says, please be Meshadech, the Nun Aleph, be with your Dalet. The Aleph, Dalet, Nun Yud is in Golas. God's name is in Golas. So take the Aleph and the Nun of Aleph, Dalet, Nun Yud. Be Meshadich the Aleph with Biyad. Be Yud, Dalet. Aleph with the Yud, the Nun with the Dalet. Says the Yaakut Ruveni, there are two parts of Hashem's name. The Aleph and the Yud on the extreme are Rachamim. The Dalet and the Nun are Din Gamor. Haman is Nun Dalet because Haman's role in this world is... Din is Oynesh, is Peronos. That's why Haman chapped on to the Daladnon. Okay, that's just for you to think about. So, it's an amazing thing. So what is Amalek? What's Haman coming to do? He wants to be Mamayit the Shem Hashem. Okay? So I'm going to tell you over something now from the Sefer Kava Yashar. In Parak Tzadik Tes, Kava Yashar of Tzvi Harsh, 
Kadenover. He quotes from the Arizal. This Sefer was published in 1705. Again, you ready? What does Amalek want to do? He wants to be Mamayit Yud Kevavke. So he says like this. The, uh, he says, B'Shem the Arizal, and Chassam Sefer brings this down many, many places. I have in, in the, the cover of my Chassam Sefer at home, on the inside, I wrote down wherever the Chassam Sefer talks about this, as, as far as I know. Every how many months in the year are there in the year? Twelve, Twelve months in the year, right? We know the Yud Kevavke, it's four letters. How many permutations of Yud Kevavke are there? In other words, how many Twelve. ways are there to write the Sfardim? No, every month. We do month, it in Rosh Chodesh. Right, the Sfardim, every no, Rosh Chodesh, they say the permutation of Yud Kevavke that corresponds to that Chodesh. Which month of the year is Yud Kevavke forwards? Adar. Forwards. Forwards? Is, no, is, Adar is exactly the opposite. Right. Nisan is Yud Kevavke yes. forwards. Yes. Adar is the Yud Kevavke backwards. Backwards, yeah. Why, says Yariza, why did Haman pick the month of Adar? Okay, you can read it in 17. It's in a Muster Sefer, okay? No, no. No, it's Mamash Kavayasha. Oh, it's half and half. Says Kavayasha, you know why Haman picked the month of Adar? Because since Adar corresponds to Yudke Vavke, hey, and then a Vav, and then a hey, and then a Yud, and Haman's whole Kayak is from being Mamayet the Shem Hashem, so the month that he would be able to accomplish the biggest attack against Kaiso is the month of Adar. Because yeah. that's the month where God's name is back, not Nisan. What happens in Nisan? Nisim Gluyim. Why Nisim Gluyim? Because it's the month of Yud Kevavke. Yud Kevavke is Mahave Kol Ha'avayas. God could control everything, and he demonstrated that in Nisan. But Adar, Hashem is Mamish Behester, he's backward. So that's why Haman picked the month of Adar. That's why Esther is coming to counteract that. And even though God's name doesn't appear in the Megillah, what does Esther say? Yavai HaMelech V'Haman Hayoyim. Now says the, the Kava Yashar, there are two ways to invoke the Yudke Vavke. You could do it the Rashi Tevois, you could do it the Seifer Tevois, you could do it forward, you could do it backward. The best way to do it, to get, the best way to get Rachamim is if you do it Rashi Tevois, forward. The, the way to have Amolek do it if I'm, is to do it Seifer Tevois, backward. So Esther says, Yavai, Yud. Hamela, hey, Vihaman Vav. Hayoim, what does Haman say? Bichoze ends with a hey. Einenu ends with a Vav. Shoive ends with a hey. Li ends with a Yud. Soifei Tevois, backward. That's the battle between Haman and, es- and Esther. Esther says, Yavai Hamelech Vahaman Hayoim. It's in a Muster Sefer. Yavai Hamelech Vahaman Hayoim. And Haman says, Bechalzeh Einenu Shoiveh Li. Shoiveh Tevis backward. Because Haman's whole kayak in this world is to be Mamait Hashem Hashem. But Hashem told Esther one thing. If you're going to invoke it forwards, which is Rachamim Gemurim, then there's going to have to be some Rachamim to... Haman also. So what you need to do, Hashem says, is you need to invoke it forwards, but besoyfei tevois. This way you have ktsas din, and the din will go on to Haman. That's why Esther says, kira, ki, ends with a yud, chalsa, ends with a hey, elav, ends with a vav, hara, ends with a hey. And that's why Haman picked the month of Adar, because Adar is yud kevav ke backwards. Also, who, you said thought, uh, who said the Chalzer of Aro? Um, uh, no. Well, who said it? No. 
Haman's Yeah, that, uh, in other words, that's what's happening. You see in the Megillah, what's happening now is Yud Kevavke is being invoked, but Pesayfei Tevo, so, so there should be some Ktsas to Haman. Okay? That's what the Kavayasha writes, B'Shem Na'arizah. So we see the whole battle of Amalek against Kla Yisrael is Haman and Amalek wants to destroy the Shem Hashem. What's the Gematria of Haman? Keska. With Hashem's name missing Aleph, Hashem's name missing Ahe. We know Rabbi Isai that ultimately Haman had some type of tick on him. He was able to be rectified somewhat. Why? Children uh, turn to Right? Right? It says in the Sanhedrin, Salikvav, Amabez, The grandchildren of Sisra, they might be in the Mir Yeshiva, right? They're teaching Torah. Who knows? In some kailo somewhere. Yeah. Now listen to this. The bnei banav of, of Haman are learning Torah bnei brak. Who are they? The Gemara doesn't say. Right. What? What? I thought we hung them. But he had many children. Veroif Banov, Begmachi Aroif. We only hung ten. Veroif Banov, the, the grandchildren. Yeah. Only ten. So Rabbi Isai, they're learning Torah B'nei but we know who the Bnei Banov of Sancheva, why don't we know who the Bnei Banov of Shalhaman is? If you look in the Ein Yaakov, the Ein Yaakov brings down a girsa. Mi Bnei Banov Shalhaman limdu Torah B'nei Brak. Umanu, who is he? Rav Shmuel Bar Shilas. Rav Shmuel Bar Shilas was the Great the descendant of Haman. How did he know? What? How did he know? I'm sorry. By the way, I believe that Ariza also has this gersa. Maybe, maybe because Do we know anything about Rosh Hashanah and Shas? Yeah, we have about it. We only know one, one story about him, yeah. as far as I know. Yeah. There's a Gemara in Baba Basra. Listen to this. Number 20. Who's an example of a star that will last forever and ever? These are the rabbeim of, t- of children. Kugoin man, who's a good example of a, of a good rebbe for children? Amarav. Kigoin. Rav Shmuel Bar Shilas. And here he brings Rav Yudah brother Rav. The Rav Ashkechel Rav Shmuel Bar Shilas. Rav found Rav Shmuel Bar Shilas to have a koi begin. So he was, he was uh, sitting in the garden. What are you lounging around for? You're leaving your job? You're a rabbi. What are you? You're, you're going for a spatzir in the garden? It's been 13 years since I saw my garden. I haven't taken a break for 13 years. Right? Nowadays, Bachram say, oh, right? Sukkis to Pesach, it's a long zman. No, 13 years without a break. And even now, I'm thinking about the Talmidim. So who's the classic example of a good rebbe of children? Rav Shmuel Bar Shilas. So let's ask ourselves, of all the professions that you could choose, why did he decide to be a rebbe for children? Because. What does the Medrash tell us? What's the antidote to Yodayim Yedei Esav? The Kol Yaakov. Which Kol Yaakov? Anybody learning? Says the Bracious Rabbah, number 21. Right? On the sixth line, Go look in the shuls. If you hear Kinderlach learning, You can't attack. 
So if Rav Shmuel Bar Shilas was the descendant of Haman, Esav, right? By the way, Hatsileni, no. Miyad, right? When Yaakov is davening about Esav, he says, Hatsileni, hey, no. Miyad, hey, no, man, by term says Haman. Miyad! That reads us as Miyad is 54. 54. <laughs> 54. Miyad is 54. Yeah. So Shmuel Barashilas is a descendant of Haman. He's trying to be Mesakein what? The Yodayim Yudei Esav. So what profession is he going to choose? He's, he's a Kalko Yaakov. He's a Tinaki Shobes Rabbah. But we can say even more. Because it's brought down many Svarim. That what kind of name is Shilas? So if Shalom said in the beginning, what? What's Shilas? Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Tamid. What does it mean, Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Tamid? So nowadays, you know, it's hard to find a Mishnah without Nekudais. But it used to be, they used to make Mishnah without Nekudais. And even though there are no Nekudais, on one page you have a word with Nekudais. And that is when the Mishnah says, what does it mean, Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Tamid? You should imagine what? Not you're standing in front of Hashem. Imagine the name of God in front of you. Not good. Yud ke vav ke. That's what Shivisa Hashem Lenegdi Tamid. The Mishnah Baruch says it. Right? That what does it mean, Shivisa Hashem Lenegdi To focus on the Yud ke vav ke. Why is Rav Shmuel Bar Shilas, who is a descendant of Haman, Shilas, Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Tamid? Because the whole Kayach of Amalek and Esau and Haman is to be Memayet in the Yud ke vav ke. Their whole Kayach comes ki yad al ka. So his avoida to be masaking that was Shilas. Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Tamid Yirkevavke. So who could tell us if the month of Adar has been transformed completely from what Haman wanted, which is Yirkevavke backwards, into a month of Miyaga and the Simcha? Maybe after the time of Purim, you know, we destroyed Haman, but he had some descendants around. The Yudke Vavke, it's still Kiyar Akeska. Who would know more than anyone else if Mishenichnas Adar Marben Besimcha? Only someone who would be able to be made that the descendant of Haman, Rav Shmuel Barshilas, was Mamish be doing his job with the utmost emuna. Who could be made about Rav Shmuel Barshilas? Rav. Wow. Rav's the only one who saw him. Wow. So therefore, Amar Rav Yehuda, Mishmed Rav Shmuel Bashelas, B'Shem Rav, Mishenichnas Adar, Marvin B'Simcha. But we're still left with one thing. Where does his son come? Right? Because the Gemara says, Who's son? Amar Rav Yehuda, Rav Shmuel Bashelas didn't say it. Amar Rav Yehuda, Breed Rav Shmuel Bashelas, Mishmed Rav. Why Rav Yehuda? Why his son? Why not Rav Shmuel Bashelas, B'Shem Rav? Where does his son come in? Okay, one last thing. Okay, we want to know. So far we've explained why Rav. Rav saw he's being able to be made on Rav Shmuel Bar Shilas. Rav Shmuel Bar Shilas well, knows said, that Adar was rectified completely. But why Rav Yehuda? <laughs> yeah, but Rav Shmuel Bar Shilas was the one, right? Yeah, no. So it's very interesting. Why did Rav Shmuel Bar Shilas name his son Yehuda? Who knows? I wasn't there. It's also But maybe we could suggest... Yehuda is Yudke Vavkei. Says the Shlach HaKadosh that we know on the Kisei HaKavei there are four yes. Amudim. Right. What are they? Abraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov. Yeah. But until David HaMelech was born, 
Until Yehuda, the throne was teetering, right? Because a throne with three legs can't stand. That's why when Yehuda was born, what does it say? Vata'amoid miledes, the kise had amida. Because Yehuda is the regal revi. Yehuda is the regal revi. It gives the throne amida. It gives the throne amida. Says the Shah Kadash. Yehuda, look, he says, look at amazing. He says, what is this? In the number of 24, four lines from the end. David HaMelech. David HaMelech makes it that Hashem's name is one. Excuse me. Bayoy Mahuyiyah Hashem Echad Ushmai Echad Esayfei Tevez David. Says the Shlach HaKadosh. Four lines from the end. Okay, it's the last Maramakim. Histakel B'Shem Yehuda. All the way then. Look at the name Yehuda. V'timtza Neflois. You'll see wonders. Kiboy Shem Havaya. You have the Yud Kevavke. Plus, which ice? Dalit. Dalit. What's the Dalit? The Rego Ravi that makes the Kisei. Shalem. What do you mean, Tosefet Dalit? The Dalit, the Ois Dalit is in Yehuda. Yud K. Oh, Yehuda. Vav. Plus the Dalit. Dalit is the Rego Ravi. So, in other words, the name Yehuda is the Shlemus of the Yud Kevavke. It's not Kiyar Akes Ka. It's Yud Kevavke. And it's not Case. It's Kisei. The Dalit is the regular V. Yeah. Says the Shah, the name Yehuda represents God's name and throne in its full form. So what does Rav Shmuel Bashilas name his son? Rav Shmuel Bashilas says, Avoida is to counteract Haman. Haman says, Koze Einenu Shoivali Yud Kevavke backwards. So Shmuel Bashilas, the descendant of Haman. He works his whole life on Shivisi, Hashem Lenegdi Taman. He's constantly picturing the Yudke Vavke in front of him. He names his son Yehuda. Yehuda is Yudke Vavke, the full name of Hashem. It's the Yisdalit, it's the regular V. It's Kiyara, Keska is no longer Keska. It's Kisei, it's Yudke Vavke. Omar, Rav Yehuda, Bray, Rav Shmuel, Barshilas, Omar Rav, Mishanichnas Ador, Marvin Besimcha, Adon Chayvah.